There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to the Unplayable Podcast. We are on the eve of another Border Gavaskar Trophy, and this time it's happening in India. My name is Josh Shonafinger, and we've got Louis Cameron from the Unplayable Podcast right over there and ready to watch the action as it unfolds. Coming up in this episode, though, Louis is going to be chatting to Australian Test Captain Pat Cummins. But first, I want to introduce Louis, who's coming in live from Nagpur. Mate, how was the trip over to the subcontinent? It's been great, Josh. Yeah, we've had four days in Bangalore where we've been watching the Aussies train in the nets uh, and in the centre of uh, a ground in Alua, which is about an hour out of Bangalore, kind of on the outskirts of town. So I've been watching a lot of these guys prepare for cricket. Uh, slightly unusual in the sense that it hasn't been a tour game. Often you get that uh, when you come on an overseas tour, but this group's kind of decided they don't really don't really like them and they prefer practicing in the net. So been a lot of that in the lead in. And then uh, I personally only got into Nagpur this morning and uh, straight to the ground and um, seeing what was unfolding two days out from the test. So it's uh, it all happened very slowly. And then today it's all happened very quickly. <laughs> so what were your main takeaways from that training camp in Alua, um, yeah. What what can you take away from that training camp there? Just a big focus on, as unsurprisingly, facing spin bowling. Um, probably the the most noticeable thing on day one was uh, there's a, a local net bowler they've they flew in from Baroda, which. Um, uh, a guy called Mahesh who uh, bowls a lot like Ravi Chandran Ashwin. Um, like just his just his action is quite similar, and, and the visual cues and uh, the Aussie team had seen some social media clips of of him. Um, he'd sent some stuff to, um, or I think there was a there was a bit of an agent uh, who had sent some stuff to Andre mm. Borovic, the assistant coach, and they uh, liked what they saw, and they flew him over, and they also flew in a um, couple of specialist throwdown givers. So it's all very um, all very elaborate, and yeah, it was it was uh, you know just. just just a lot of a lot of facing spin, a lot of the bowlers uh, bowling with reverse swing, getting to see some slightly new faces in Lance Morris and Todd Murphy going about their business. But I think probably the, the main takeaway is uh, these most of these guys have been to the subcontinent quite a lot um, and been to India quite a lot. There are five players in this squad who have been to India twice for test tours so they know what it's about they know what they need to do they know what to expect um just a matter of kind of re-familiarizing themselves with what that all is yeah if you do want to see some video of that Ashwin clone go to cricket.com.au I'll also leave a link in the episode notes it's uh, definitely worth a watch um now you got to Nagpur today as you said visited the VCA stadium and had a look at that pitch and um I don't think it's I'm going to surprise anyone to say that it's going to be expecting a lot of spin. Is that is that fair to say? Well, look, Australians always do this, I think, and I think 
you know, all, you know, and, and England teams I've seen always do this. They rock up to the ground and they go, oh, it's a Bunsen burner. They've, you know, they've stitched, stitched the tourists up. And sometimes that might be true and sometimes it's not. Uh, I initially got to the ground, saw, I got there quite early and saw the pitch and thought it looked okay, looked quite dry. Um, this is from a distance, of course. I didn't get right up close to it, but the wicket ends were dry. Uh, and the rest of it seemed quite well grass. So I kind of thought well, it looks like a looks like a decent pitch. The kind of one I thought um, initially would be one of those ones where it's a it's a hard grind, where it's flat for three or four days and then everything happens late. When the Australians, when the Australian players got out there to take a look, I think their take on it, uh, having a much better vantage point than me, was slightly different. Um, Steve Smith reckons there is a. Uh, a bare patch, a dry patch on a good length outside where Ravi Jadeja and uh, Aksar Patel would be bowling to Australia's left-handers. Now there are six. If if Matthew Renshaw and, and Ash Nagar hold their spots um, to play the first test, Australia will have six left-handers in their top eight. So that is somewhat of a concern. Uh, for for them um, and and Smith's tone and even KL Rahul's tone was that this is a pitch that will take spin. Um, both said that you know they they don't know you know they can't always read pitches that well. We are still two days out from the test, of course, so forty eight hours away from uh, when they're making these observations. But um, that was the initial impression uh, from these guys. It's happened before that they've misread pitches though, so um, we'll have to wait and see. Well, if history is any guide, Nagpur certainly will take spin. A quick look at the numbers from the previous two tests. Spin bowlers are averaging uh, 19 runs per wicket there and pace bowlers almost double at, at 37 runs per wicket. And, of course, in 2018, Jason, Jason Crazier made his test debut and took 12 wickets as well. So uh, you did touch on the Aussie lineup, though. Renshaw, Agar, these are all possibilities. There are a few injuries as well to note as well. There are a bit, and that's a, a really good stat. Just backtracking for a minute there, Josh. I think um, one of the interesting points that um, that might play against that, or, or is another factor for the Australians to consider, is the most recent Ranji Trophy game. So India's equivalent of the Sheffield Shield was uh, got a lot of attention because uh, Gujarat on the last day were chasing 73 to win and got bowled at 54. Nine of the ten wickets fell to left arm orthodox spin. On the face of it, that doesn't look ideal, right? Um, but uh, it doesn't look ideal for Australia. What uh, probably has been glossed over a bit is that the two Gujarat opening bowlers, uh, pace bowlers, in the on the first day took five wickets each, um, bowled almost unchanged. I think there were six overs of spin bowled uh, for the innings and they took all the wickets. So that would suggest to me that um, you still want to have at least two fast bowlers. But... Um, your question about injuries is a good one um, and just pivoting to that because uh, there is no Josh Hazelwood for this test. There's no Mitchell Stark who hasn't actually even flown to India yet. I believe he gets in at some point during this first test with an eye to him being back from his finger injury for the second test. Uh, and it became apparent today that Cameron Green wouldn't play either. Um, he just kind of hasn't done the okay. body of work with his own finger injury. So that's um, that kind of robs Australia of three you know, first choice seamers, if you, if you kind of want to put it that way, um, and probably opens the door for Scott Boland to to play alongside Pat Cummins if um, if you know if they do go with with two fast bowlers. I think 
I think it would be a, a bit of a risk to go with Lance Morris over Scott Bowen at this point, even though Lance has been around the squad for a little while. He's quicker than both Scott and Pat Cummins. Um, but this is his first time actually playing cricket outside of Australia, full stop, not just like first test tour or first international tour or whatever. He hasn't played cricket outside Australia ever. So I I think, you know, Call, call your jets on on Lance Morris and um, and okay. probably call probably call your jets on on three spinners as well. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I was going to ask um, the two incumbents, Matthew Renshaw and Ashton Agar. They've got some competition from Peter Hanscom and Todd Murphy and maybe Mitch Swepson. But is your read on it at this early stage, uh, still two days out, that they'll stick with uh, Renshaw and Agar in those positions? Some of the pairings that they had on the final day of their tour. Um, of their camp in Alua suggested that Renshaw was probably the one uh, to hold his spot at number six with with Green still out and Agar to to hold his spot at um, as Lyons' spin partner. Now that could change, and you know I, I do think that Todd Murphy is a real chance of playing at some point um, potentially on this tour. Maybe he comes into it more if it is a, a raging turner. So maybe that's a you know a last minute consideration for for Australia. One of Nathan Lyons' good points um, speaking to him the other day was that he finds it easier bowling to right-handers on pitches that spin a lot because the ball's always challenging them they're always having to play whereas when he's bowling to lefties it's you know they can kind of play and miss and um and the mm. ball can beat the outside edge a lot and that looks great but it doesn't doesn't get you wicket so potentially playing two so india's top order is chocolate block with right handers um ravi jadeja might be the only left-hander in the top six or seven if uh k barat gets the nod over ishan kishan to be India's wicketkeeper in Rishabh Pant's absence, so um, these those are the kind of considerations there. But but I, I would have thought uh, Agar and Renshaw probably have their noses in front just just by dint of being the incumbents. Um, and this is a question without notice. Uh, what turns more, a rank turner or a raging turner or a Bunsen burner? I mean, I've heard them all this week. Um, what's at the top of the list? Uh, they're all on the podium. Bunsen burner. Rank Turner, Raging Turner, but you could put Rank and Raging okay. on the same level because I think it's more like a subcontinental type thing to say Rank Turner and Raging is kind of like an Australianism, isn't it? Ah, uh, okay. okay. That's my read on it. Yeah. Yeah, I've just seen lots of references to the Rank Turner, so maybe uh, you're right. We need more descriptive words of uh, of these kind of wickets. Well, I also saw a few whispers, um, and maybe it's mind games, but there was a few news articles floating around. India might look to play three or possibly four spinners. Uh, have you heard any news out of the India camp there, Lou? Kyle Rahul said it was three spinners was a definite consideration. So that would be Ashwin, Jadeja, and then one of Aksar Patel and Kuldeep Yadav. Um, so, I mean, if there is a big bear patch outside the left-handers off stumps um, and going back to what we're talking about, the ball spinning in to, to batters being a, a threat on big turning wickets, maybe that opens the door to playing Aksar and Jadeja. I don't think India have had the dilemma too much because Jadeja's been injured and Aksar has kind of come in and just, you know, set the world on fire, particularly at home. Um, there hasn't been too many times where they've both been available. So that's a... Mm. Um, that's a bit of a quandary for him, but Jadeja's batting, he you know he's a top six batter now. Like he made two hundreds last year, um, 
you know, two test hundreds. Uh, so he's in 2022. So he's going nicely as a batter. Um, so that's yeah. And but I mean, the, all four of them playing would be would be crazy, wouldn't it? And I think if you if you see that on Thursday afternoon Australian time, then you know what the Indians think of the wicket. Well, that's right. They could easily play those four plus a. Uh, plus a paceman because, yeah, as you say, Ashwin's batted at seven in the past. Jadeja's probably good enough to play top seven as well. So lots of options for India. And Aksar Patel's a very handy batter as well. Yeah. Yeah, spot on. Um, now, before we throw to your chat with Pat Cummins, any closing thoughts um, before the opening test of the Border Gavaskar Trophy? I just can't wait. And I think lots and lots of people back in Australia are the same. Like, I really think this is Australia's best shot at winning a test series in India, you know, since since 2004, the last time they did it. Um, I don't know if that means they'll actually do it, but I just reckon it's they're in the perfect place. Like, everything is just lined up really nicely for them. The injuries to Stark and Hazelwood and Green are a bit of a last-minute hiccup. Green and Stark especially, like the fulcrum, you're all around a green holding that team together and then Stark, your best um, and, and fastest reverse swing bowler. They're really big losses, but they'll get them back some point in the series. And I, I just think the way they've had the Pakistan tour last year, the Sri Lanka tour also last year, they got some really flat subcontinental wickets. They got some, uh, they got at least one really tough subcontinental wicket in Sri Lanka. So combine that with guys having made mistakes before Someone like Usman Khawaja has gone to India, not played a test, been frustrated, gone to Sri Lanka and and, and other places in Asia and, and been dropped. Steve Smith's made runs before. Warner's had his struggles before but is probably going to be a better player for it. You've also got some exciting – I could probably go on about it, but I just, I just think like things have lined up really nicely for Australia for this trip. Um, it's just a matter of whether – India uh, right for the picking or not. It's going to be fascinating to watch whichever way it rolls. Uh, Louis, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Unplayable Podcast. Enjoy the first test. And now let's jump into your chat with Australian Test Captain Pat Cummins. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Pat, thanks um, very kindly for joining us here in, in Bangalore, mate. Um, just tell us about the the pre-tour camp you've been on while you're in Bangalore, what you've gotten out of the last four days, I think it is now, and um, how it's been prepare you for this series. Yeah, it's been a really good hit out in Bangalore. Um, we've kind of had four big training sessions, had two big days, a bit of a lighter day, a couple of the guys trained, and then today, um, the fourth day, had a big you know, center wicket kind of scenario um, situation, and it's, it's been really good. We've got a lot of volume. The batters have hit a million balls. Um, the bowlers have got what we've needed. The conditions have 
have been really good. Had a few different wickets that have, um, I think, given us good good practice for what we might expect during the test series. And um, yeah, they were able to get that up in Bangalore. So we've been able to, you know, come here a bit early, spend a bit of time here rather than, you know, spending a few weeks in Nagpur. So we'll get there and the focus will be right on that first test once we fly. It really struck me, Pat, uh, watching you a couple of days ago. I think it might have been the first day you were training there when you were having a hit at the back of those nets at Allure and it was it was so quiet, like you could hear birds chirping almost. <laughs> That's a funny way to start an Indian tour. Like are you kind of prepared for the difference between what that net was and, you know, what's going to be like over the four, four tests? Oh, I kind of like it in a way. Um, yeah, you, you know, we always talk about wanting to be saving our energy for the games. Um, so, yeah, to in some ways have a bit of a low-key preparation, yeah, means we've we've hit plenty of balls. We've we've done all the work. So once the game starts, we're ready. But we also haven't, you know, spent all our energy um, before that. So, yeah, it's nice. You can just kind of get into the just rhythm and just hitting heaps of balls and like. It's one of the reasons why we love coming to IPL as well. You get to, you get those situations where you can just bat in the nets for ages. You've got plenty of, you know, bowlers that want to have a bowl at you, and um, yeah, really work on a few things. Don't know if you look at it this way. Do you see it as your biggest series as captain so far? Uh, I don't know about that. Like you know, the the first series, a home Ashes series, um, that's pretty big. You know, especially in Australia, you feel like everyone's watching. Um, summertime, you know, that's, that's a big series. Pakistan, first time in 30 odd years, Sri Lanka, really different conditions. I, I think each tour, each tour has its own story. Um, so th- this one's obviously a big one. India's got huge supporter base. Um, it's really difficult to win over here in India. So I think that puts a bit of an extra emphasis on it. But um, yeah, just like all the other series, we, we plan accordingly and go out there, have a, have a decent crack. And is that like, you know, putting it in, not saying it's any bigger and smaller than any other series, does that help in a sense? Because for so long it was the final frontier, Mount Everest, that kind of thing. Does it actually help to just say it's no bigger or smaller? Uh, potentially. Um, you know, I think you can get caught up um, thinking about past tours here. You know, this is a different team. We don't inherit what's happened in the past, you know, whether that's winning or losing. Um, and, and I think... Again, like we're going to walk out there and obviously try our best and be really well prepared and give it a crack. Um, if it doesn't come off, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Um, you know, we've still got plenty of other series coming up. So, um, of course, we're going to give it our best crack. We feel like we're really well positioned and really motivated for it. Um, but it's, you know, it is cricket. It's, it's going to be a winner and it's going to be a loser. I've heard you talk a little bit about some of the things you've learned about captaining and particularly happening on subcontinent with the two tours you had last year. What are the specific kind of things that you know now that you, you didn't know then? I'd say some of the differences are just the the stark contrast contrast in, in styles of play that we might get over here compared to what we get in Australia. Australia, you've always basically got a quick bowler at bowling at one end. You always fill in the game really for, for wickets. Here, sometimes you've got to wait for the conditions to come to you. So if it's flat on the first two days, but you know the back end of the games may break up. Well, it's as much of holding on, you know, trying to keep control of the game in those first few days. Um, so maybe it's slightly different fields, putting some deeper men back. Um, and then, you know, on the flip side, it's the, the game can happen really quickly here. And you, you've got to 
if you're batting, you got to have a plan from ball one. Um, and, and, you know, when we're out there in the field, it's about trying to, yeah, just trying to stay in that zone where it is happening really fast and create different options. And, um, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, you know, different a lot of the time to what you might get used to, you know, growing up playing in Australia. So I enjoy it. And, and embracing India as well, it seems a little bit, but just kind of observing some of the little things like, you know, Steve, I think, has a, Almost like a little head bobble, like the kind of Indians <laughs> do, and Manas and and Dave know little phrases in in Hindi and that kind of thing. Is there a sense of like you know really because you know being on the subcontinent is di- a different place of life. Is there a sense of embracing? Uh, absolutely, yeah. You, you've got to embrace it here. Most of us have travelled here a lot, um, so you and not just travelled here. We, you know, IPL. You spend two months here, so. Um, if you don't embrace it, you, you go crazy. <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, even little things like traveling to the ground might take an hour in traffic. Um, you know, the, there's lots of fans at the hotel, which you, you know, don't really normally get in Australia or just loads of little things that are different. So um, you got to embrace it. It's part of the, you know, of the love of playing international cricket all around the world is there's different cultures that you've, um, you know, you get to experience. And uh, yeah, we're big on that. Things certainly, yeah, you know, don't always go right in Australia, but but here there's always flight delays, buses late, traffic. You know, it could be you know many things that go wrong. So you just got to kind of smile and um, get on with it. I know you said you don't get caught up in what's happened in the past and previous series, but I'm going to ask anyway. Yeah, <laughs> the, the 2017 series. I mean, you were involved in the back end. It got it got spicy, didn't it? I mean, India Australia series yep. can tend to get like that. Does this one have the potential to to be the same? Oh, I don't know. I think in the last 12 months, we've seen our calm, our team be quite calm and um, consistently calm. Um, so, you know, I hope we, we kind of keep a similar sentiment. Uh, I, I flew over for the second half of the that series. I think the first half was probably a bit spicier watching on TV. Um, but again, I remember coming over here and thinking, wow, this is going to be spicy. And the team was pretty chilled, pretty calm. So, um yeah, I'm sure there's going to be little heated moments on the field. Two passionate teams playing against each other. Um, but uh, yeah, I hope, you know, like we've shown over the last little bit, we can we can manage our way through that. And that's been a you know the the focus on the cricket and the nuts and bolts. Is that kind of you know that off field stuff or on field you know kind of spiciness that going to the side? Is that just a byproduct of that approach? I think so. Um, yeah, we're really big on yeah just concentrating on. You know our own approach to to each game. Um, you can easily get, get caught up into yeah the past or you know what the wicket's doing or what a, how a team's going about it. But you know I think the the biggest gains are from worrying about ourselves and how we're going to go about it. And um, you know you hear someone like Smithy talk about staying in his own bubble when he's batting. I think everyone's got a little bit of that. And if there is a bit of spice and someone's getting themselves pumped up or well, maybe that's for that purpose, you know, get themselves into the contest at that moment. So uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, I think sometimes a bit of a bit of spiciness is healthy. But, um, yeah, I think most of the boys are pretty chilled off the field and you see that in the way they play on the field. Seems like the preparation that you've had over the last four days has been very specific in terms of how you're thinking about um, Ashwin and Jadeja and, and then even Axar. Um, what what is it about maybe Jadeja and Ashwin in particular that has made them so good in the last you know, five six years? Uh, yeah, I think that these conditions are probably the biggest factor. Um, yeah, these wickets 
suit spin bowling more than say in Australia where they suit pace bowling more. So um, they bowl a lot of overs. Um, and yeah, just, you know, growing up in these conditions, they've played a lot here. They're both really experienced in international cricket. They know their games well. So um, yeah, I think they're just pretty consistently put it in good areas, um, bowl lots of overs and um, yeah, they're going to be a challenge for, for our batting group. I just wanted to ask you about David Warner just to, to kind of finish off a little bit what I asked him. Um, I think I was running at the press conference yesterday about you know, him being a bit tired. Yeah. Saying he's been tired and fatigued. Yeah. I think Ronnie said, you know, he hadn't seen any evidence <laughs> of that. What does he mean by that? And what have you seen from him in that, that regard? Uh, he's just awesome for the environment, Davey. Um, he's just so busy. There's just, he's 100 WhatsApp messages a day to the group. Um, just, doing dinner plans, uh, he's up there making himself a coffee, making anyone a coffee, walks past. He's just high energy all the time. So, yeah, when he says he's fatigued, I, I don't see it. Um, uh, but, no, he's he, he's been great. Um, expecting a big series for him. He's pumped. Um, again, someone who's been here a lot. So these four days have been a bit lighter for him, knowing he's got a big series ahead. Does he have a little extra edge just given, you know, this this is a place that he's struggled, you know, quite understandably in the past? Is there a bit of an extra thing for him there? Uh, potentially. Um, yeah, you know, you, you certainly learn lessons through experience. So we're lucky that he's, he's played quite a bit here. Um, you know, the good thing for someone like Davies, he's scored a couple of hundreds at, you know, Bangladesh just next door on really tough spinning conditions. So, um, yeah, he's he's got plenty of success to, to draw upon during the series. And even, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Boxing Day double hundred mm-hmm. where he was – you know, bold, you know, brilliant. So um, he's got a lot to draw on. There's a final one for him and maybe some others in this group. It'll probably be the last time they played Test Series in India. As captain, is it an extra burden thinking about that? Have, have you guys spoken about that being a thing? Uh, no, no, we haven't. Um, you know, over the last year or so, we've obviously been in a really good place and there's the team's quite settled and experienced and, um I think more than anything else, just you know, just kind of relishing it a little bit. You know, it's it's we're lucky you've spent a lot of time trying to find you know the next group of people to come through. Whereas everyone here's played you know, plenty of test matches, so um, as a captain, that's a great scenario because I can just you know sit back and everyone knows their own game so well. So I don't think it's going to always be like that forever. So we're in a really lucky spot. So maybe just. Um, yeah, maybe a little bit of extra gratitude this tour towards that. And just a final one, like not said final before, but um, kind of you are turning into an Indian commentator. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> one more, one more. <laughs> um, I was just going to kind of ask, you know, with with Josh having the Achilles injury, you've already got Mitch, you know, missing the at least the first test. Yeah, Cameron over his bowling and stuff. Um, uh, you know, you might have a, a kind of you know Scott Boland or, or Lance Morris. What do you kind of think they they bring to the table for, for the first test? Yeah, both quite different approaches um, to how they bowl. So, Scotty, you know you're going to get just the metronomic um, just brilliance like, like you've seen in all the test matches he's played so far. Um, good experience with reverse swing bowling, you know, right and left-handers. Um, so, you know, in some ways similar to, to what you would have got from a Joshy if, if Joshy was available and playing. Um, Lance is a little bit rawer, but, you know, probably an extra 10Ks than... 10Ks faster than me and Scotty. Um, again, good skills in the nets. Um, some really good red ball cricket behind him this year. So he hasn't played 
pretty much at all over here in India. I think it might even be his first time. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he looks ready as well. Um, so it's been great that he's been able to be in the squad the last few test matches and, um, yeah, he's training awesomely. So even if it's not here, he'll get his chance at some stage. I'm sure he's, um, yeah, really good talent. Wonderful. Easy. Last one. No. <laughs> one more. Thank you.